0: He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals.
1: He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Ba-ba-da-ba! ba da ba ba da ba
0: Are you not entertained?
1: Are you not entertained? Wait.
0: Wait, I just... I think I just... Did you just... Yeah. Yeah, I just had an idea. This tape, well... Self-destruct in five seconds. Welcome to episode 83 of the Almost Daily Show with your host Chandler and the Dave Picard. We're here crushing life. I have no snow, so I'm extra excited. I don't even know if Dave, Dave, do you have any snow right now? Yeah, we've, we got some more snow in, uh, but we're supposed to get some warmer weather this
1: weekend, a little rain action. And uh, with any luck, it'll, we'll be closer to spring and no snow at the end of the weekend that's exciting
0: i th- I thought we were going to have a wet winter here but turns out we have nothing i it's just been like clear skies and dry no boston we're getting a little bit a lot of rain we had that
1: big storm uh whatever it was a week or two ago week and a half ago oh yeah the, the coastline half of it flooded washed away yeah that was pretty intense i saw the pictures and videos and stuff yeah just feel like- bad you're watching it on the news and I think your first reaction is, is you're like, holy crap, like it's like news and it's, you're looking at damage and um, you don't know how to feel. But then I, just being a homeowner, you're like, oh, those people, there's no insurance for that. All those cars got flooded. They're all arguing over who's going to pay for it. It's it's um, horrible. Horrible. You just think like,
0: I don't know. I, I, I think so many people can't recover from that. So. No, it's it's something that devastates you for the rest of your life, or at least five to seven so. years, where you try to rebuild, even if you ever can rebuild. Yeah, it's like getting bad credit. That's true. Oh, I got yeah. bad credit. What am I gonna do now? Well, I'm gonna. I guess I'll just live on the streets for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I need a co-signer somebody please get me a co-signer
1: out. hey a shout out to all the co-signers out there
0: <laughs> you are uh, you're you're, you're uh, much appreciated i'm sure and loved by many you guys are brave brave souls at the same time and there's two types of co-signers there's a the co-signers you have to find because you have terrible credit yep. and then there's the co-signer who is a parent and there's kids are like it's it's cool we'll take care of it just co-sign for me and you right. know it's probably a 50 percent chance it's going to go <laughs> sideways no,
1: you, it's like a 90 percent chance you just you worked hard you whole life and nothing
0: (laughs) and you know well i better put this in my budget because i'm gonna be paying for it (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) i love it
1: the good times yep let's talk about a uh, pretty i think it's a hot topic in the industry right now and I, i think in every industry right now
0: yeah so we wanted to talk today about Kind of what it's, what the process of testing and optimizing ads, especially on like Facebook is like and what it takes and how much money you have to put into it and what you're looking for and a lot of that stuff because We find everybody right now is using some sort of cookie-cutter variation to offer people leads, and what happens is everybody gets saturated with the same ad, so then everybody becomes less cognizant or less aware of what it is or what the business is. And so what we want to talk about today is how do you go about building your own ad set, how do you go about building and testing your ad set, and how do you learn and understand what the best one is going to be and what the optimal process is going to be to eliminate the ones that aren't performing that well. And I think it's something not a lot of people understand. It's something that we can really help you guys do, and we're going to talk about the tools you can use and make it a lot easier, and the process you do to make it work. And I guess it fundamentally comes down to you have to have enough money to test it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we found. You know, it's uh, I know for
1: um, for out of the cave we have a testing budget. Uh, so it's it's uh, if we didn't have if we didn't have to help everybody, it'd just be throwing money away for us. But it's that's uh, right. But, you know, it, it's for our clients. And so, you know, if, if someone's doing something that's working or what's – stuff only works for so long and then you, you need to always be improving on it. And, um, and one of the big things is follow the numbers. Uh, so when we're talking about optimizing, uh, we're actually following the math of what's going on with the ad and um, who's viewing it, and when they do view it, what happens. And, you know, so should it be, uh, you know, a video ad, a picture ad, how, mu- how much – Uh, context should you put on the on the ad should it click through to your website should it click through to just the landing page Uh, all these things affect uh the results and and ultimately it's you know you you don't have to have something that's optimized to get leads and have it work uh, but you spend more money per lead if you're not fine-tuning uh the message um and i am uh I i was talking to tara about this yesterday um it's, uh, Tara's my boss. Um, it's, uh, I used to do, a, uh, some day trading and I stopped because it's, it's, it's like gambling for me. And I found, I have found that, uh, working Facebook ads, is like gambling.
0: <laughs> it's, That's true.
1: It's, it's a rush. and I mean, you legit can be in this thing every day, all day, and you can spend a lot of time on it, uh, optimizing, trying to get less money spent and more interaction with the ad. Uh, so it's exciting. Yeah, it's,
0: I like it. It's actually really fun once you get it and once you have the budget to test and once you kind of understand what you're doing and become confident in it. But it really is like gambling because the way you start, and we use a tool most of the time that eliminates a lot of us having to sit there and put everything together it's called ad espresso and it allows you to test and optimize 700 like up to 250 ads at once which is which is pretty awesome because you can get real results and so what we like to start with is we have like two to five variations of the creative so which is like the text you see above the ad so we have that many of those okay how many which one of these is going to work better one's based on pain points one's simple one's super complicated one's short one's long and once we figure that out, then we can say, okay, we have all those now, then we test the different actual like topics. So at the bottom of the ad where the picture is, where the little pieces down the, the headline of text. And so we test like four to five, three to two to five variations of that. So one offers like a simple solution, one offers a little more complicated solution, one's super vague, one's not vague, and then you figure out what people are clicking on and what people are actually responding to. Uh, We test for two to five variations of the picture. So we want to see, are people going to be more inclined to look at a picture of a woman, a child, a man, a combination, people smiling, a picture of a whale. You never really know what they're going to actually... I'd say it depends on what they're into, Chan. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you find often when you're testing all these variations, what you thought was going to perform best tends to perform the worst, and what you thought was going to be a great picture tends to be the worst picture. And so that's why we test so many of these different variations in and, and so many different ways, and every single variation is included with every single other variation. And that's why we use things like Espresso because it automatically compiles and randomizes these things for us. Then we want to look at, okay, We want to test, do we want to test link clicks to our website? Do we want to test a messenger ad to put people to messenger? Do we want to test a conversion ad, which optimizes people to actually convert on your form? Which one of these is going to be the best? Which website link is going to go? So maybe we have five landing pages we're testing. Maybe we have an A-B section that people are randomly going to, and we're trying to test and understand which one of those performs the best. Then it comes down to which audiences are gonna perform the best. So do I have a a friends of friends audience from my page? Do I have an audience from website visitors? Do I have just an, an, is, is this a new ad where I'm building a new audience? And am I testing different variations of that? Then once I figure out what which one of these work, I have to sit there and wait and understand that it takes time for Facebook to realize and understand what I'm trying to do and who's going to convert the best. And it takes a lot of impressions. It Often it takes 10,000 impressions in order to get actual real data that's not just random data. And a cost per click that's at a point to where you want it to be, the where you want it to be. So I just had a flashback. So flashback. in Vegas,
1: middle of the night. Convinced it's time to play craps. I don't gamble at all, so I'm like, I, I guess. So I go get all my hundreds out of the bank, and I get there and I get an explanation of how to play, just like you just gave. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and right. I was at the table like seven minutes. I lost all my money.
0: Yeah, that's and exactly I, and what I was to most people. booed. <laughs> and I was
1: booed. Like, everyone wanted me to leave. <laughs> so that's just you just reminding me
0: all that explanation of how to lose your money. <laughs> that's exactly what it is testing these things. People are like, Well, Facebook ads don't work. I'm like, No, you just didn't gamble long enough until you figured out the strategy that yeah. was gonna work. You didn't figure out how to count cards. Well, really and then the other part to it is
1: uh and you know, and this is stuff that you know we we kinda well one we learned over time and two, uh we also uh because of the because of an ad budget uh you pay people hourly to consult so even even we do that like as we're improving on things and we're like you know let's let's get some time with this other person that has an unbelievably successful uh facebook marketing program for a different industry and let's buy some of their time to teach us what they're doing and what's working with them uh but what and this is coaching and everybody needs it uh but Um, I think another big part is, is, you know, you're just talking about all the different uh, testing, right? So we're going to test different variations. Uh, You need to do that if you are running your own Facebook ads. Um, But something that uh, I think is, people make the mistake on is to say um, you have an ad budget of $30 a day. Um, I know we've bumped ours up to $100 a day. So you're at $30 a day and you want to then test your ads. If you then have five different ads running, you're basically you're only putting $6 a day into each ad. You know, if, you, if you then say, we're going to test 50 different variations, you're watering down your actual budget. Um, and so they actually won't perform as well. So be very careful on that end where you want to do testing. Uh, but if you are going to do, a, you know, really do some testing, be prepared to throw... Uh, big money into uh, into the ads to make sure that uh, you actually get results because if you're only putting a dollar or $2 a day into the ad, you're just not going to get the numbers you need to actually know if they're working or not working and how to make adjustments.
0: Yeah, and we find that in order to find an optimal ad and get it to convert in the right way, at the very minimum, like bare bones, it's $30 a day you need to put into these ads. And a good range is anywhere from 50 to to $100 plus. And that's when you start to get really good results and start to really see what's going to work and what's going to happen. And it allows Facebook to understand what's going to convert. And when you start running these ads, like when we run all these variations, you might have 250 variations and like six or $7 in each one. Cause there's so many you, over time, what you'll do is you let it sit there for seven days. You let it, build up on the, how many impressions there are. So you get up to your 10,000. Then you start to look at, okay, which ones are really expensive, which, okay, I'm going to shut those ones off. Which ones are underperforming in terms of how many clicks I'm getting and how many conversions am I, am I getting? Okay. I'm going to turn those off. Then over the course of those seven days, and even over the course of 20 days, you can start turning certain ads off and start turning the underperforming ones off and keep the performing ones on. Then once all those are off, you put all of your budget into the one that performed the best. And that's how you figured out what's your highest option optimal campaign was and the one that has the best cost per click the best conversions and what you have to look at too is you can't just trust you can't look at blind data in one subset so you can't say oh my cost per click is 50 cents on this one that's really good but then you look at your conversions and they're zero so you have to say okay That's not performing the way I need it to. What's going on? Okay, maybe it was a mistake to run a clicks to website campaign. Maybe I should have ran a conversions campaign and had the conversions set up on my thank you page. Okay, let's set that up. Let's do a new ad with the same stuff and readjust, reevaluate, and test this new variation. Or maybe you get another one that has a lot of conversions but has a high cost per click. Now you have to say, okay is this, are the people converting worth this cost per click? And is this within the margin or of my budget that I have to get a new client in the business? And so you have to look at the data and actually analyze it like a data scientist when you're paying attention to this stuff. And Ad Espresso does a great job of giving you recommendations. Like this ad is 290% more expensive than all your other ads. And you're like, wow, that's really expensive. Let's look at this one. Okay. There's no conversions. It's really expensive. Shut it off. It sucks. Or it's really expensive, but it's converting. Now I need to make the decision: do I shut it off or do I keep it on?
1: Yeah, and I, and you know something else that you said: don't get caught up with the uh, cost per click, uh, even though it is important. Uh, but that's something that we just found is if you send it to if you send an ad to a landing page and it's a really good landing page and it's simple, it doesn't have too much stuff on it, uh, it can convert really well. Um, but if it's not converting, you know you might have low uh, we found this with a recent ad that we were running is we had um, a really clo- a really low cost per click to a lead page that wasn't converting and we then I, we ran a, a test on uh, the, nothing changed just direct to uh, contact form and um, for some reason it was actually that ad was costing more per click um, but it was actually getting us leads, right? They were actually coming through and filling out the form because we didn't confuse them with more stuff. It was just, you know, a lot more, it was more simple. And that doesn't mean the landing page is not good. That means the landing page now is being adjusted to continue testing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important to, when you're doing these testing, when you're trying to figure out what's working, you shouldn't go shotgun, turn everything off at once or change 17 things at once. You need to say, I'm going to change one thing at a time, see what happens. Change another thing. Change one thing. Change another thing. So you change one thing. Wait 48 hours. Change another thing. Wait 48 hours. Because what happens is, if you change one thing, you're going to know and understand what that change was and what the resulting aspect of what that change happened. If you change 17 things at once, you're not going to know what variation was the change and what made the difference. So you really need to be careful in how many things you change. And if you do jump into something like at espresso, you're going to get a shotgun from them that says you should change this, 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 and this. Okay, so shut one thing off. Wait a couple of days. Shut another thing off wait a couple days and that'll put you in a position to where you have a a thorough understanding of what was working what wasn't working what you changed and what happened as a result of that change and so you're just you're paying attention to the data and this this sounds super complicated but it's really not that difficult the hardest part is organizing your copy and your copy just needs to be organized in a way to where you understand what the pain points of the people you're speaking to are and how you can make them feel like you're speaking directly to them that's why ads from like these challenges do really well because people they often say huge opportunity or you're going to get this challenge for free or whatever and so people see that and they're like wow I don't really want to invest in my fitness but I'll sure take something for free because it's going to change my body and change my life. Or they see it and they say, wow, they're they're talking about like a total body transformation, they're talking about accountability, they're talking about results, I see the person on screen with their amazing transformation, or I see this video of this person talking about their amazing transformation. So those are the things we need to focus on. If we want to get away from trying to sell free, we need to get into trying to sell the experience, and we need to sell the story of what happens after they've been with you. So how are they going to be a year from now after working with you? What are they going to look like? What are they going to feel like? How are they going to react? How are they going to respond? And what are they going to say? And so if you do videos, you do that. And now, now if you do a video, you need to test vertical and then you need to test square what's going to perform better and square needs to be regular square and then square with the text above and below and i almost find i find most of the time the videos that are actually square with the text above and below are the best performing videos and and i think that's because people are consuming it on mobile and they don't have to flip their phone and open it or do any of that stuff so there's there's a lot that goes into your creative and the idea needs to be you need to tell the story that they want to that they can see themselves obtaining in the long run and in the future? What is the result they're going to get and how do you tell that story about them? Yeah. So I'd say
1: making sure that you put the time aside. So if you're a business owner, manager, you're in charge of the marketing at your business. Um, this is important and it's important to put the time aside and, Uh, Make sure that you're you're paying attention to it every day and making the adjustments necessary. And uh, and then this isn't a matter of like, okay, I just did it for a month and now we got our ad. Uh, That might only work. It might be seasonal. You know, you need to make sure that you're always going back in and um, on to the next testing to make sure that that, you know, when this one starts not performing like it was. What can we then um, what can we what's the next uh, piece for us to bring in more clients?
0: Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to refresh and reevaluate and readjust constantly. You'll get something that works for a month, and then all of a sudden, or two months, or even six months, and then all of a sudden it stops converting and it stops working. Then you need to go back and say, okay, what's going on? and look at, okay, do I need to adjust the creative? Are people getting used to this ad? We like to get people in in the process of telling a continuous story over time, but having five or six of those stories to shift out each month. So that way it's always fresh and new and you're not saturating your audience with the same thing. And then I guess the last thing you need to pay attention to is, are you saturating your audience? So when you look at the frequency your ad's shown, is it Like 1.5 or less, or is it up in the two range? If it's in the two range, you're probably going to be saturating the people who are seeing the thing. They're going to see it too often and get bored of it, or your relevancy score is going to drop. So you need to make sure that you don't saturate them too much. And that can happen often if we have too small of an audience and a huge budget. Uh, So you need to make sure your audience is optimizing in a good place. And if you have a local business, your audience should probably be anywhere from 80 to 160,000. If you're trying to sell online products all over the world, you're looking at 500,000 to a million. So your audience is going to be smaller as a local business, but it still needs to be in a good range. So you don't saturate your audience with the ad and they're seeing the same thing too many times. Cause then that gets repetitive and old for people.
1: Uh, And, uh you know, something else is Facebook's amazing. You know, so Ad Espresso, uh, which is a platform that we like to use, is it really allows you to um, work it, understand it, create the ads, put them out. Uh, but if you do a good job with them, and the audience is big enough, uh, and you the the real art comes into getting people to convert off the ads, because uh, we can. You know, you could be putting stuff up that gets a lot of uh, gets a lot of views, a lot of reactions. But there's no conversion, so it's it, that's the art is trying to get them to actually take action from your ads. But once once you figure that piece of it out, when, when you put it into the into Facebook, Facebook, you know it it's it has its algorithms and it it, it works for you. So it's actually going to continuously put that uh, in front of the right people. Uh, it's just your job to do the work uh, to to make sure that that what you're putting out actually. Gets people to take action and
0: convert exactly it you'll find more often than not people put out creative that's not that creative and not that exciting that's uh, right. so if you're not going to put out creative that's exciting, you need to have copy at the above that's exciting or you need to have a landing page that's exciting for people to click over uh, but the ads that tend to convert the best and have the best click through rate or the best conversions are the ones that are entertaining for people to watch. So you either have to put up a motivational ad or something highly educational that they're really going to enjoy that's going to benefit them a lot, or you need to put up something that's that's both funny and engaging. And if you can do something like that, your creative is going to beat everybody else because people are going to be more likely to want to watch your thing and – you can see this on how many clicks you're getting and how many conversions you're getting and how many how long people are actually viewing your video. If you can get over like the 3 to 5 second range, you're going to have a video that's actually relevant people are watching. If you can get people watching 15, 20, 30 seconds, 1 minute, now you're in a really good position because it means you created highly engaging and relevant content and that's really what Facebook is looking at. Is it relevant? Is it engaging? And is it going to provide value to people or is it just some shady ad trying to sell shit? If you're a shady ad trying to sell shit, then You just need to put a lot of money into that thing because you're going to convert 1% of the people who see (laughs) it. A lot of money. A lot of, like a couple hundred dollars a day. If you're putting out something that's engaging, fun, relevant, exciting, whatever, funny, then you're going to have a lower cost per click. You're going to have higher conversions and a higher relevancy score as a result. And if you're wondering what a relevancy score is, it's basically how relevant is your ad for the audience who's paying attention to it. And if it's a six or higher, you're probably in a good position. If it's a five or lower, you probably need to reevaluate. Is my audience wrong? Is my creative bad? Yep. Uh, what can I do to raise this relevancy and how can I make it more relevant to my market? Now we, had, um, we had an ad running and after uh, five days, it had a
1: uh, like a 4.3 relevancy score and uh average watch on the video is three seconds and, and wasn't performing very good so a couple quick adjustments on the ad pushed it back out a few days in six on a relevancy score and um and then the amount of views i think average views is like 20 seconds on the video and uh, and we have like you know there's there's like 50, 100% watched. And I mean, it's just like, what, it, what a difference. But it was just making some adjustments to the copy, and it wasn't that much. Uh, so it is interesting uh, what copy can do and uh, the words you use. Uh, so, something that I've been testing, Chan, is uh, the word challenge. And so that's a big word right now with everybody with their their advertising so i've been testing i've been a b testing against different words to use in replace of challenge uh and i I have one that outperforms it Uh, right now it's about by 30 percent well that's exciting i'm not saying so if anybody wants to know what that
0: is you better get on a call with us and i'll tell you what that word is (laughs) the word (laughs) the words mean everything (laughs) they really do and they, they really dictate whether or not someone's going to click on your ad. And it can be one word, it can be two words, it can be a whole sentence. But you really have to pay attention to the little things in the copy and the way you're adjusting and, and modifying things. And if you're trying to run straight direct response ads, then you have to look at, okay, this is what I'm doing. But if you're not and you want to nurture your audience beforehand like we teach people to do, the process is putting this kind of creative up. Without this whole process, all you have to do is figure out and understand your ideal audience or your local audience that you're using. Put a budget out, put a budget down for daily content. So what do you have? Five, $10 a day. Okay, put that down for your daily content, then run your call to action in this way to the same audience. And now you're going to get a highly engaged, highly relevant audience because they know who you are. They've been paying attention to your content. And now when they see your call to action, they're more likely to engage and respond to it. And you can either put it straight to the same audience or... You can run it to an audience of how many people viewed your video, like 25% do you want to hit, 50%, 100% or do you want to run it to the people who clicked on your landing page but didn't convert or do you want to run it to the people who like your page for whatever reason because you have a really good content strategy but... When you're doing this, you can build this whole system around what you're doing. You can build content up and you can have a call to action that runs at the same time. And the, if you do that, it takes a little bit longer because obviously you have to put out content and put out great information, but your conversions and your relevance, are going to be a lot higher and people are going to be a lot more excited when they do convert and when they do purchase your products or come in and see you. I think this
1: is an important one, Jan. This was a hot topic that needed to be covered.
0: This is true. This was a great topic. I had a good time talking about it. I think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, it's like gambling. So if you're listening and you're getting yourself ready to work on these, um, yeah, strap yourself in.
0: (laughs) That's right. You got to have a budget devoted to it. You got to get ready to go. That's right. If you need help, let us know. That's what we do yeah we'll help you build it we'll talk to you about what you can do to optimize it we can do it for you or you can do it yourself and we'll tell you what we think you should make and all that Uh, we do it both with everybody so we kind of fit in wherever we need to fit in with people which is pretty neat for us yeah so i mean
1: this comes down to building your team you want to make sure that you have a really good team Uh, that's working for you and your business and so you know we do a good job on the education management side and organization content you know uh then if you if you have someone that does you know websites and and facebook optimization stuff and um whatever it is you you like print advertising uh working with a company now that's doing radio advertising and all sorts of stuff we just work with the entire team and uh, make sure the money's spent in the right place, and the results are uh, what they need to be. And uh, so, build build a good team around yourself, and you will get
0: the results you need to grow your business. That's right. Everything fundamentally comes down to the strength of your team. You can't do that's everything right. by yourself. And if you don't have a team, you start looking to hire people. That's right. And that's as Steph likes me to say. That's all she wrote. That is all <laughs> she wrote. That is all she wrote. All right. This is real. And real fun. (laughs) All right, you guys. We will see you next week. It's been fun. And we had a great time. Hopefully, you did as well. If you have questions, post them in the comments or shoot us an email. Hello at OOTCmedia.com. See ya. Later. (laughs)